Hello everyone, my name is Anas Rousseau and this is Something About Everything. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that has been making headlines for the past year. The topic is data. Data leakage, the selling of data, and overall the whole business transaction between users and service providers. So, yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine who works in the field of big data analytics, and I was telling him how accurate advertisements have become and how they can be very accurately tailored to fit our wants and needs. But then he told me that it's not all good. It's it's not all working in the consumer's favor. And he mentioned this New York Times article titled, Your app knows where you were last night and they are not keeping it secret. And the article is basically talking about how Many of the apps we use are collecting this data about our locations and movements in general. And in theory, that shouldn't be that much of a problem. But this article discusses why this can actually become a problem. The article showed how even though the data is anonymized, with some scrutiny and a little bit of information at hand, whoever gets their hand on this data can essentially know exactly where you go throughout your day. And the reason for that is that over the past years, technology has become more and more sophisticated in its ability to pinpoint your exact location. Like, for example, let's say I wake up every day and I have my phone with me, obviously, and my location services is on. And I walk out of my house, I go to the train, catch a train, and then stop by Starbucks, grab a coffee, and then head to work. I then go to McDonald's for lunch and back to work again, and at the end of the day, I just head back home. If someone were to look at this line of link points or a set of data points indicating my location amongst a big set of data, they wouldn't be able to correlate it to me exactly. But if they were to have some information on me, like where I live or where I work, which again, very easily accessible through quick search on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever. They would be able to filter out the huge data set to find the unique set of points that indicate my whereabouts. So to simplify this, if they were to filter out all data sets except the ones that start at my address and end at my workplace, they would have my whole schedule for the day. Again, I'm oversimplifying this, but I'm just trying to give you as simple of an example as I can. I personally don't think this is too much of a problem because nobody really wants to track my whereabouts, but I will talk about that later in the episode. Now, you are probably wondering, did we agree to this? Did we give the apps permission to track our locations? And in most cases, the answer is probably yes. One case is that you probably accepted the app's terms and conditions without reading them, which, let's be honest, most of us do. The second case is that you read the terms and conditions, but it was phrased in a manner where they claim that in return you will get a more personalized experience from the app, but apps like the score and weather apps claim that they need your location data to provide a better service and better recommendations But in reality, lots of this data is being sold to hedge funds, financial institutions, market research companies, and even retail companies. Again, so far you probably haven't found a big problem with what I'm saying. 
But here comes the problem. You don't know actually who is purchasing this data from your app developer or your app provider and what they are doing with it. Overall, the main problem is that uncertainty, you know, not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but this can become and it has become a problem in countries where the government uses this data to oppress its people and to track them down. It can also become a sort of a tool that can be used to meddle with other countries' affairs, as we saw with the U.S. and Russia and the whole election. Other than this, we have heard cases of data being leaked and being available to unknown sources. We heard this with the Google Plus breach, with the Facebook scandal, with Cambridge Analytica, and with the Marriott Hotel's guest information leak as well. Now, when giant companies like these have data breaches, you should really be concerned about your personal privacy. So you're probably thinking now, what is being done to fight this? There are changes on the company level. For example, Apple is now not allowing its developers to collect information like location information, for example, without specifying for what the data will be used. Android Developers can no longer continuously track your location when the app is not in use. I think they can only track uh, multiple times within an hour while the app is not being used, which is not ideal, but is an improvement. And the most important force fighting this exploitation of data is GDPR. GDPR is the Global Data Protection Regulation. Uh, GDPR actually fined Google... 55 million euros, which is equivalent to about 61 million US dollars on Jan 21st, 2019. So just a couple of days ago. And the reason for that was because Google failed to fully disclose to their users how their personal information is collected and what happens to it. Google also did not properly obtain users consent for the purpose of showing them personalized ads. So GDPR is basically a regulation passed as part of EU law, and it is also being adopted or applied in other countries. I think India was uh, moving towards that. Not sure about that, though. But it also applies to many North American companies because if these companies have EU residents' data on their databases, they are subject to this law. And the regulation basically has 99 articles. I can't cover all of them, but I'll mention three very important ones or ones that I find to be the most important. But you should definitely go and read more about the other articles. Article 6 of GDPR states that processing of of the data subject's personal data is lawful only under certain circumstances, including when the individual gives consent to the processing of the personal information for a specific purpose. Article 15 is called the right of access by the data subject, which requires companies to make it easy for website users to access their data after the company has collected it. Users basically can request an electronic copy of their data, and the company must provide those within 30 days or 60 days, depending on how complex the data is. And the company needs to also give users access to their personal data and let them know why They would process their data, which types of personal data is being processed, and who the recipients of the data are, and how long the data will be stored for. 
Again, this article, I find it to be the most important one because it tells the user so much about how their data is being used and who gets a hold of it, which alleviates that concern about it getting in the wrong hands and being used to repress people. And the third article I want to talk about is Article 17, which is right to erasure or a right to be forgotten, which is, as the name implies, it basically lists some circumstances in which EU citizens can instruct companies to erase their data. At the end of the day, it's not all evil guys trying to find out where you live and what you order at Starbucks. Data can help developers and companies make your experience much more personalized and convenient for you. They can help you find what you want and when you want it without you even realizing that. Data is a tool. It can be used for good or bad. To ensure it is being used for good, we need to pressure governments and giant tech companies to take more responsibility and also to protect the consumer. That's it for this episode. I really want to know what you guys can propose as a solution to this problem where both the developers and the consumers benefit from it. And yeah, thank you all for listening. 